If we turn to the brain, um, which is a, a formidable challenge as far as purinoreceptors go, I have to say that in the, for the first 30 years or so, people recognized that there were adenosine receptors which were pre-junctional modulators of the release of excitatory transmitter, um, and they thought that was probably the main role of purinoreceptors in the brain. It was only much later, starting in 92, um, uh, when synaptic uh, purinergic transmission was first proposed in, the, uh, 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 in a Nature paper, and since then, there's been a huge literature showing P2X and P2Y receptors all over the brain. And it's very interesting that at one level, we therefore know it's involved in neurotransmission and neuromodulation um, and some trophic events. But the real question is, what are they doing behaviorally? And there's hardly any experiments on this at all. There's just the beginning. There's a little bit on food appetite, uh, appetitive behavior, uh, uh, various. There's a bit of stuff on central control by the brainstem of, the, of autonomic function, which involves purinergic signaling and the uh, NTS and various other regions of the brainstem, RV, RVLM, uh, and so on. But... Um, uh, Behaviorally, there's a huge gap, and if I had to say which area I would hope would be for future study, I would uh, long to have behavioral studies. One of the reasons that this is being held up is because most of these, even selective antagonists we have, don't work in vivo. So, and some of them don't go through the blood-brain barrier. So it's very interesting that Roche have just come up with uh, a, a P2X3 antagonist, which uh, will be very important for pain and various other uh, problems, uh, which is what you desire. It's a, for the therapeutic development. Small molecule, orally bioavailable, stable in vivo. So this is going, it's in clinical trials, and this might be one of the first really important agents that can be used to study behavioral questions.